0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hospitable Host podcast. I'm Emily from the product team here at Hospitable, and I'm joined today by Kate Stinchcombe-Gillis, the chief marketing officer at Touchday. Touchday is a digital welcome book platform that accelerates the guest experience, replacing printed welcome books and helping hosts answer guest questions before they're even asked. So Kate, thanks so much for joining us. To start off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about Touchday, and why you're on a mission to make guests happy.
1: Hey, Emily. Thank you for having me here today. Um, Yeah, so Touchday are are creators of the digital guidebook with the original guidebook platform, and um, the mission is to make guests happy because that's the root of the idea for the business. So Joe and Andy, the co-founders, they were once serial travelers before creating a successful SaaS business, but were incredibly fed up with rocking up at Airbnbs and other types of accommodation with just no information. So they were fed up of not knowing how to get somewhere, how to access the property, where to park, how to find the Wi-Fi code and realised that this lack of communication was really making the start of their stay somewhere pretty poor. And so making guests happy um, it is, is very much what, what the brand is all about. But in turn, it has become a product that is loved by hosts and managers alike for the efficiencies that it creates, the loyalty that it builds with guests, and the very fact that guests even reference it in their reviews um, is, is a claim of its own, I think.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. It's interesting how within the hospitality and industry, like everything we do is about making the guests happy. But when they're happy, we're happy. We're we're better host. Um, so for any host who might not be familiar, can you give us a quick introduction to what a digital welcome book even is and why it's so important for a host to have one?
1: Sure. So I'm sure most of us can imagine, and I would like to say imagine way back when you used to have a folder, a binder, a manual in your holiday home, holiday cottage, vacation rental, whatever it may be. But I know for a fact that they still exist because I see them. So it's that it's a digital version of that folder that um, you would store emergency contact details in, um, maybe um, appliance instructions, how to work the washing machine and uh, when to leave and what to do before departure. But it's not just a digital version of that because it tells people how to access the property, how to find it, where to park, what the Wi-Fi code is. It can include your appliance instructions. It has a local area guide. And most importantly, it's entirely flexible. So being digital, you can put it in your guest's hands the moment they book or at any point before they arrive. And that means that that guest is communicated with. They can be inspired by other things to book and do and see an experience while they're there. You can include upsells um, if you want to. You can point people really quickly and easily to lots of those places through our Google Places integration, which also shows everything on a map, which the guests can then use to navigate themselves to all of these places. But the flexibility of the template that you start with is so good that you can change the icons, you can change the titles, you can add more sections, you can add more subtopics. We've got some great examples of um, property managers, particularly who have taken their local area guide and split it out into sections that surface the best things to do locally to the top, whether that's free things to do with the family, things just to do as couples. Um, There's so much flexibility in the platform. And you can get it done. If your information is organized, you can get going and have a, a guest ready guidebook in probably 60 minutes if your information is organized. Um, but if you want to add loads and loads and loads of stuff, you can add an edit at any time. And pretty much any time a guest asks a question, you if that question is not answered in your guidebook, you can just add it there and then on the fly from your phone.
0: Awesome. That's, you know, as a host myself, I tend to battle with this idea of perfectionism and not getting things out there until it's like full-blown, ready to roll, like perfect. I think it has all the information there. So hearing about your welcome books and how they're flexible and can be added to over time is is really interesting to me and kind of helps me realize that like I can get this in my guest hands now. I don't have to wait until it's done or perfect or full-fledged. So With that in mind, like, do you have any tips for hosts on like, what's the most important thing to get in their welcome book? Like, how do you start? What is going to give your guests a good experience from the get go?
1: Well, you can start with the really pretty stuff, which is often the most exciting stuff. So you can brand a touch day guidebook. To, to match your brand. So it becomes a part of your brand arsenal, your, your business. And um, so that means you can add your own colors. If you've got hex codes, you can apply fonts and you can include your own videos and photos too. So that's the nice bit. And that's the bit that makes it look like it's yours. And then the information that guests want. So directions. So putting your uh, address in, which then pins the location of the place to the map. You add your Wi-Fi code. And if you want to, you can add appliance instructions at that point. Because if you think the first thing they're going to want to do is make a coffee and you've got a coffee machine, then either include a link to the instructions that are out there on the World Wide Web or um, what I do. I do really amateur videos of me making a coffee (laughs) at my coffee machine and explaining what button does what, upload it quickly as an unlisted video to YouTube, and then I include the link. Um, And it displays within the guidebook. Um, And then how do they contact you? But also how do they book again? Because that's another great tool for the guidebook is to get people hooked into your brand and into you as a host or a manager. So telling people how they can book again. So redirecting them to your website, maybe pointing them to your social media platforms if you have them. Um, inviting them to um, join your email list if they want to be the first to know about discounts, if that's what you serve up through your email newsletter, or just to keep in touch with news and updates from your place and the surrounding area.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's genius. There's definitely a move to get more people booking direct. And so to hear that a Touch Day welcome book can help um, help host in that journey is really awesome because it's difficult to start. Um, we rely so much on these o- OTAs to get the guests for us. And so having touched play a part in that, uh, building a direct audience is really, really great. I, I'm thinking of my own listing. I'm being a little bit selfish here. Um, I've got a cabin. It's in the mountains. It, about. It's very difficult to get to. It's four-wheel drive only. And for about 30 minutes before you get there, there's no cell service. And so one thing that I always struggle with is giving guests directions to this place because Google Maps doesn't get you there. So I have to write up these long written instructions on exactly where to turn, what you're looking for. There's not a street sign. You got to turn at the big tree by the rock. Um, so how does Touch Day have anything in place to be able to give guests the information they need if maybe you have a really remote location and they can't access the Internet all the time?
1: Um, It does, but first up, this place sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get off grid. Take me there. Um, But yes, so TouchStay is not what you call a native app. You won't find it in the App Store or Google Play Store. You, it's a web progressive web app. So basically, it's based off a URL. And when you share it with your guests, that that's what you share. You share a link. You open it in a browser on your phone, your phone will automatically prompt you to save it to your home screen. Now, once you've done that and you've opened it and had a play, it kind of does this caching thing. So it stores what you've looked at. And that means that then when you're driving along and you suddenly hit this road with no cell reception and no data reception, you will still have those instructions right in front of you. And That's the same great. applies to if you need to be near a shop, but you can't quite remember what the shop is, but you've looked at it and you know it's there, then it will serve it back up again. We have a customer in Australia and she, um, her property is a family sheep station and they have the same thing. It's an hour's drive from the main road um, to the sheep station. And she talks about how the guidebook has transformed the challenge that she used to have of guests rocking up and going, right then, so where can I go and grab a sarnie? <laughs> She's like, I uh, know you needed to get your groceries
0: uh, uh, way back. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs>
1: offline, we do offline.
0: Awesome. I'm sold. Honestly, that sounds incredible. Um, let's talk about the guest communication aspect of all of this. Obviously, there's a ton of information in the welcome book itself. But at what points do you recommend sharing a welcome book with a guest to help them maybe plan their trip in, a- in addition to the stuff they need to do at the actual property itself?
1: Yeah, so I would typically, personally, I would I hand it out as soon as they've booked. Now, obviously, if they've booked 12 plus months ahead, I might change that because there's, n- there's perhaps not much that they want to do now other than know that the place is booked. But I would say at least six months out, you probably want to be saying, hey, here's the digital welcome book for the for, for where you're staying and in it you will find. And so immediately what what you're trying to do is counter those likely questions. So um, it it includes the best restaurants, the restaurants to book now if they're really popular ones or Michelin star restaurants, for example. Um, And that's also one of the excuses to reconnect with your guests after that. So beyond the fact that Touch Day is a digital guidebook, we have built features on top of it, completely included in the subscription that enable you to communicate and notify your guests um, and nudge them so you nudge them both to keep reading the guidebook to nudge them deeper into the guidebook and to really just demonstrate through communication that you care about their stay and that they have the best time best time possible um, and discovering the destination because if they discover the destination and love it they're more likely to want to come back now tyan who's my colleague and runs many more homes and properties than I do. She has a 14, 15 point guest communication flow, which starts from that booking confirmation point, And she prompts guests on booking travel insurance, um, whether they want to order a, a grocery shop, shop through her. So there's an upsell opportunity, um, restaurants to book in advance, attractions or activities to book in advance, And then you get to the useful stuff close to the time, like arrival information access, and then what what you'll find on check-in. But continue that communication once they're in the door um, too. So we have a brand new feature called First Impressions, which enables you to check in on a guest and get a star rating from the beginning to know that everything's cool, or to pick up on things ASAP if things are not as expected. So, yeah, we are very much a communication tool. And um, Memo is the feature that is included that allows you to send emails and SMSs um, at whatever point you want between that booking and even post departure to nudge them for a review. So, yeah, the more we definitely encourage proactive communication and we enabled you to be personal but automated in it or with a view to reducing inbound questions and interruptions.
0: Awesome. Uh, the first impressions feature is super interesting to me. I, In my case as a host, every time I have gotten a review that was less than five stars, oftentimes they'll say, like, when I arrived, the heat wasn't working. And, you know, they may have gone two, three days before letting me know that, and I would have been on it had I known. So that first impressions Feature is really, really cool to prompt that. Um, so you can kind of get ahead of some issues. I love that. So, so what are some of the mistakes that you've seen hosts make in the past when it comes to, you know, information they're putting in their welcome books, not putting in their welcome books, communication? What are some mistakes that maybe we can, we can avoid now that we've talked with you and learned from you?
1: I suppose they're not they're not necessarily mistakes. They're two ways of looking at this. One is trying to create perfection from the off. And 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 I am one of those. The first time I tried to create my first guidebook, I was like, oh, I have so much to sh- so much to say, so much to share, so many places I want to to tell them to go to. And in some respects, we make it easy to add. local recommendations because of our integration with google places so it is as easy as typing the first few letters of a place waiting for google to serve the listing and you selecting it choosing an icon to go with it you know is it a restaurant is it a brewery is it a vineyard um and then if you want to you can add a reason why you think it's the best place to go to do x y or z but it pulls the photos in from Google if you want to use them. It's just, you know, every, every place you add can take 30 seconds. So there I am, you know, adding away, adding away and adding away. And then I was like, do you know what? I don't think everybody wants this. So what we actually recommend is that you just add, you know, the five best restaurants or the five best kid friendly things to do, because then what you'll be able to do is highlight the best, but also reference all of the sections or sectors of audience type that you attract. So if you attract couples and families and large groups, you can present something that's specific to each of them without overwhelming somebody with heaps and heaps of information. So not aiming for perfection is definitely a lesson learned from my own personal experience, but also from talking to other other hosts who've gone i've got stuck now i think i've done too much and i know there's other bits to do and perhaps the other one is not starting with your information pre-organized so you touch day serves you a template and if you're coming at this fresh it's super easy and perhaps the simplest thing to do is to work to that template and then organize what you already have in word documents or pdfs to match that um If you just try and copy and paste everything across in massive swathes of text, it's not going to be that enticing for guests to read. So do use the organisation of the template with its categories, subcategories and topics to present the information in a digestible way for guests. Because the other thing that we're trying to counter is not just reduce guest questions but also get guests reading and what guests hate reading or hate thinking they have to read is long emails and pdf attachments so using the format of the guidebook uh, is 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 there to help you shape and present your information in a more digestible and enjoyable way
0: nice So you mentioned that creating a guidebook, if you have all your stuff organized, can take like as little as an hour, maybe less. So that's for a host with one property. What about a host who's growing their business and has five properties, 10 properties, 20 properties, and this whole task of creating a digital welcome book just seems like so overwhelming?
1: This is where it gets really Um, So when you add a second guidebook, there are things you can do so that you you only have to enter information once. So we have a system which technically is called tags and customizations, which make creating a second, third, fourth, fifth, one hundredth guidebook much easier. And um, imagine the information that is going to be the same across your guidebooks. So perhaps your contact details um, Uh, The book again, information, the the keep in touch information. If your properties are in the same location, then it's quite likely that your local area guide will be the same. So you create a tag for this content that you put in the first guidebook. And then you just say that you want that tag in your second guidebook. And ta-da, it's there. And then for information that you know needs to be different in each guidebook, like your Wi-Fi code, you um, can add a customization. Um, That is a world that my colleagues, Deanna and Lauren are particularly expert at. And also if you have uh, more than 10 properties, the team will handhold you through the process um, because volume can be an overwhelming prospect. And um, that's what we're there to help with.
0: Right. So... If I'm a host and I don't have a digital welcome book yet, maybe I still have that physical binder on my dining room table that might be a little bit sticky. <laughs> I feel like that's always the one quality. Anytime I see that, I'm like, oh, that's probably a little bit sticky and maybe some ripped corners. <laughs> um, so maybe that's where I am right now as a host. And you know, what would you say to a host who's exploring all of their options? Maybe they're looking at Touch Day and some other platforms as well. Like what should we be looking out for as those features that we like absolutely need to have? um, Maybe some things we should avoid. (laughs) Um, What would you recommend us as we're searching for the right tool for this? I think
1: when you're looking for the tool, it's always about understanding what your pain point is and therefore what need you need solving. And if finding uh, a digital way to share information an eco-friendly way to share information and a way to share information that puts everything in one place for you and your guests then touch day does all of that it it is primarily a guidebook product that has then had features added to it that mean it can be so much more so it can be a communication tool it can automate information sharing with guests it can prompt guests to do certain things at certain times and it can absolutely make you more efficient and and smiley as a host rather than grumbly because there's another inbound interruption just when you don't need it Um, so all of those things sit there and we're not only are we all about communication we're also about being human and we believe that the product allows you to continue to be human and personable and hospitable whilst using tech to make it happen. But it's not complicated tech. It's very much built by humans. It's backed by a small, lovely team of humans who will help you within 24 hours and most likely an awful lot less than that time. So, yeah, we're, and we, we're here to help. I and mean, the, the, one of the values of the business is to help not sell. So there's no risk of you being hard-sold attached to a guidebook. It just doesn't happen. Um, friendly team, usable, usable tech, um, and a piece of software that's loved by hosts and guests alike.
0: Awesome. That's great. Yeah, I think about so many hosts who get into the business and, you know, are kind of sold this idea that this is like a way to build passive income. And then ultimately they're at their dining table with their family and they get that question and they realize it's not so passive after all. Um, But it sounds like having all these pieces in place, a digital welcome book, automated communication, like does help us get to a more passive state so that it can become a little bit more trivial to operate a short term rental. So let's see. I'm not sure I have any more welcome book specific questions, but sounds like you're an avid traveler. So what is your favorite? What's the favorite place that you've been and where are you going next?
1: Gosh, I think probably one of my most favorite places is Gozo. It's an island off Malta. And I've spent a lot of time there. Um, I had a few years of many repeated holidays. And my husband would do lots of diving and I would basically lie by the pool um, or explore this rocky outcrop that it is. Um, So that's one of my favorite places. Um, I'm off to Barcelona next week for a short stay week. And that will be a complete treat, not only because um, I do, I've I've had the joy in the last few years of seeing more and more of Spain. And I love Spanish cities and um, and then off um, further afield, I think from there. So um, it's just a joy to be able to travel again and travel freely.
0: That sounds amazing. Gozo sounds incredible. I've never heard of that. So now I'm going to be Googling and looking to book my trip. Did they have a digital welcome book when you stayed?
1: No, they didn't. You know, I'm yet to stay somewhere apart from my own place that has a digital guidebook. But that said, there are more than 5,000 uh, hosts and property managers in the world that are using TouchStay, And more than two and a half million guests last year used one and got their mitts on one and enjoyed the joy of digital information. So here's to more of that.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's great. It sounds like if if we are the host that choose to use a digital guidebook, we'll really stand out from all the others. So, well, Kate, thank you so much for joining us. Um, It's been a really great conversation. I'm really looking forward to seeing where Touch Day goes from here. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Lovely conversation. See you soon.